episode number 95. In this episode, Len and I will be talking about the doshas, and the first dosha is going to be vada, and this that's what this episode is going to be all about. So if you're not familiar with the Ayurvedic doshas, you may benefit from listening to our episode number 39, which is realign your life with the Ayurvedic doshas before you dive into this episode, because it's going to be solely on the vada dosha. So to recap, in Ayurvedic medicine, we're made up of three main doshas. These are types that we tend to hold more or less of in our bodies, mind, and our spirits. And it's said that these three dosha constitutions are in balance with each other, that we're in balance, and our bodies are healthy and vibrant, and our minds are clear and calm, and we're much more in flow. So I I was reading something, and it said something about you want to kind of aim for, if you were to take a quiz on the doshas, you want to aim for like 33% in each dosha. So you're kind of like in the middle and you're having, um, cause there's the three, there's Kapha, Vata and Pitta. So you want to aim for 33% in each dosha. So in this episode, we're going to just dive into the first type, the Vata dosha, and we'll be covering the energetics behind this dosha, some mindset tweaks and how you can bring balance to certain areas of your life. If you find that you are predominantly Vata dosha. So you walk away from this episode knowing if you need more or less of Vata dosha in your life to kind of find your your middle ground. And personally, this is my predominant dosha and Lynn, it's yours as well, right? Yes, it's mine as well. Yeah. So, so where um, this is going to be a really close episode to us because we super, we're super familiar with this dosha because this is us. What we, um, I think I, I just took a quiz and it was 50% for me for Vata Dosha. So um, this element or this Dosha is very associated with the elements of air and space. So think breath, creativity, flow, movement. It's even associated with the void because the void is space. So in my opinion, it governs the upper chakras, the heart, throat, third eye, and crown. I couldn't really find anything on this. Um, So that's just my personal opinion on it because it's very airy it's very um you know people that have this dosha tend to be in to spirituality they tend to be very psychic intuitive because you're kind of living in these upper realms and we'll go a little bit more into that as we get deeper into the episode but if you have a predominance of vada dosha in your physical body you'll find you're cold often you may lose weight easily or have difficulty gaining weight You may have drier skin, nails, and hair. You may have issues, circulatory issues, immune system issues, respiratory and or digestion issues. So for me, I feel like there is a clear distinction between if you have a lot of vata dosha in your physical body and a vata dosha in your mind or your emotional body. Um, So you could have a primarily Vata body, but not a primarily Vata mind. So keep that in mind when you're listening to this episode. If you feel like you're not really resonating with the physical symptom or the physical um, kind of proclivities to this dosha, like if you're not cold often, um, you don't really lose weight easily, try to see if you resonate with the mental, emotional um, things that we'll go through in a second. So if you have dominant body energy and your your mental and your emotional body, you'll find that you have 
scattered spacey thinking and you find it hard to focus on one thing, you may speak rapidly and sometimes unclearly, (laughs) point proven, um, often experience the following anxiety, fear, stress, worry, paranoia, insecurity, overwhelm. You may prefer to multitask and may leave a lot of tasks undone and you may have insomnia. So that's for the mental, emotional body aspects of having a predominance of Vata energy. And Lynn's going to go into kind of the strengths of this dosha and then how to balance it with your lifestyle. Yeah. So um, with this dosha, it has a multitude of strengths. When it's in balance in the mind, we are creative, enthusiastic, kind, flexible. We retain knowledge easily and our body and mind are in sync. We feel calm. We feel balanced emotionally and mentally. When it is balanced in the body, um, then I feel... Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when it's in balance in the body, it's um, you feel like you're in the flow and you're, you feel like nourished and you don't feel like you're... You have like the cold hands and feet. You have um, good circulatory system, really great immune system, good digestion and all that. And you can breathe because it's really associated with the nervous system and respiratory system. So um, if you have like, what is it called? If you have a, um, if you're trying to balance your nervous system, try to balance, balance the Vata dosha and you'll find that your nervous system will kind of follow suit with it. So sorry to interrupt you, Lynn. (laughs) No worries at all. So the Vata mind also tends to be highly psychic and empathetic because they're living in the upper chakras or like the upper realms the majority of the time. They highly value freedom, trying many different things, are playful, they're dreamers. Um, They can be a little bit indecisive and may resonate with the airy astrological signs, kind of like Gemini, Libra, or Aquarius. And in order to bring balance to this dosha and really kind of like any dosha, really, um, we use opposites as medicine. So since vada is air and space, cool, dry, fast moving, the opposites would be grounding, warm, smooth, stabilizing, and slow. So kind of like um, drawing in from the kapha dosha, which we will go into in a later episode. So think of routines and regularity which may sound very unappealing to the Vata dominant person, but it really does help um, balance that dosha for you. So any meditations or movements that increase concentration and reduce anxiety or fear work really well for Vata as well. And the key is to get the excess air of this dosha moving downward and circulating into the lower body. For yoga poses, the best are ones that gently bring warmth, grounding, and circulation to the body. So examples would be like the goddess pose, bridge pose, um, downward facing dog, all done slowly and intentionally for strength and presence rather than doing it just to do it, which is what Vata may have a tendency towards. Um, Another thing with the whole grounding thing that I read that's good for Vata is actually Um, When you do like, I think it's like, I think moisturizing or it's like a body massage on yourself. Basically, you want to massage from the head down. So from head to toes, because you want to draw like, um, move the energy down towards your feet and ground yourself more. So that's like one um, way to balance the Vado doshas as well. 
And then as far as foods, tastes that stabilize the vadas are sweet, sour, and salty. So kind of like sweet potatoes, fruits, sour pickles, and salty seaweed and natural foods. You want things that are like hearty. Um, I think like you also kind of want to stay away from like raw foods, um, like salads and stuff. So for vada energy, if you, when you eat vegetables, it's best to have it like cooked vegetables and stews, um, hearty foods um, to really like warm yourself up since vada tends to be cold as well or like are colder because of like the poor circulation. And more on how to balance the lifestyle of this dosha. So since Vada is a natural multitasker, they kind of tend to go overboard and try to do too many things at once. Um, and the opposite of this would to be like to slow down, um, incorporating a routine that has you waking up around the same time, going to bed around the same time, or breathing in for the same amount of counts as you breathe out. So breathing slowly in, steadily, and rhythmically. Um, one thing that you can do is like four, 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 I think. Breathing is like you breathe in for four seconds, hold your breath for four seconds, breathe out for four seconds, hold your breath for four seconds. Um, so that's like something that you can do for the bad energy there. And make sure you're hydrating regularly as well is another habit that is highly beneficial for this dosha since they may always be on the move. And this is something that, Vadas tend to forget. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I love that you mentioned the um, the oil massage. I think it's called like Abayang, Abayanga. I'm going to say that wrong, but so, I've yeah. always wanted to get one of those. Like actually, um, I know you can do it on yourself, but the Abayanga is like the slow, like heavily oiled massage. Mm-hmm. I think they use sesame or just like a blend of Ayurvedic oils. Have you heard of that? Yeah, so I'm actually going to uh, an Ayurvedic practitioner in like a month. Um, And I forget what it is, but it's like just the head massage because I'm a very like stress out person. I get headaches easily. So like I'm doing that. I forget what it's called. I know it begins with an S, but um, yeah, I'm doing the head massage. I'm looking forward to it. But I saw the Abhyanga um, on her list of services. And that was something that sounded very interesting too, that I wanted to try. Oh my gosh. I can't wait to hear about that. (laughs) It's so cool. So cool. And, um, like, because we're both Vada, one thing that really helps me is grounding in nature too. Mm -hmm. Like, um, self-care stuff, like the oil massage, but grounding in nature, because for some reason, Vada's like we're super heavy in the mind so anything that's going to get us in our bodies is really good and like ground ourselves so visualization grounding your feet into mother earth or going somewhere you can kind of feel like your feet in the mud or something that's going to be really like stimulating for your feet where you can really feel yourself on the earth um, I love because I'm very fortunate to live close to the beach so I love going to the beach in the morning and just grounding myself in the water because it's cold and it kind of gives like a shock to my body and um, I know cold's not super great for vada but anything that's going to be like you getting into your body is going to really help um, I went to a a Chinese medicine doctor a long time ago and he said that I know it's not 
um, he wasn't really well versed in Ayurvedic or anything, but he said that my, in order to improve my circulation, to get my cardio up really early in the morning by doing some kind of um, like jumping jacks, just like for five minutes. And then something that's going to breathe more air, like from the top of my head to the bottom of my feet. So um, that could help too, if anyone um, feels called to do that. But just to recap, the Vata Dosha represents air and space elements. It's fast moving energy, as well as the creative void. So if you're wanting to bring more balance and pacify this dosha a bit more, allow that grounding, the nourishing, the warmth, the slowness, slowness, and the sweetness into your life. Um, So that's pretty much the Vata Dosha. Um, Hope you guys enjoyed the episode. We love the Ayurvedic doshas. Like they've helped me so much. I know that they've helped Lynn as well. Mm -hmm. So um, if you, you know, let us know on the Instagram if you try any of the things that we mentioned this episode we love to hear from you guys so thanks again and have a good rest of your day thank you everybody bye bye